This is Vitriol Plays, one of the producers of Once Upon a Wasteland and the voice of Odessa Valdez in the show. I'd like to take a moment before we start the episode to let you know about our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash onceuponawasteland. It's a great way to support the show and to get some perks, including behind-the-scenes content, access to our private Discord server, and exclusive merchandise. Now, let's find out what Beth and Odessa are up to in this episode. Thank you for listening. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 1, Looking More Widely Around. Scribe, excuse me, Senior Scribe, Odessa Valdez, Brotherhood of Steel, Personal Log, October 8th, 2105. I don't even know where to start. I used to do this regularly back in California, and I tried to keep up with it when we left, but it got harder and harder to find the time. Paladin Romani encouraged me to get back into the habit, and I promised her I would. So, here goes. Things have been quiet recently. Well, quieter. Either that, or I'm finally getting used to the cadence of Appalachia. But whatever the reason, it's given me the opportunity to look more widely around for the first time since we got here. Layla and I are the only people left from the original expedition. I felt so alone for so long, even as more and more people joined us at Fort Atlas. The only thing that I could do, the only thing that felt right, was to bury myself in my work and there was plenty of work to do. Back home, I felt like everyone looked at me in the context of someone else. Somebody's daughter. Somebody's protege. Somebody's fiance. But that changed when we got here. Knight Banks even used to tease me about it. He called me Appalachia's sweetheart. I hated that, so of course he kept saying it. <laughs> and then... One day, everything changed. Ugh, that sounds so cliche. Then, out of nowhere, ugh, remember, Odessa, this is a personal log, not an article for live and love. Then, I met someone, and everything just clicked. For the first time, finally, I felt like I was in the right place, that this was home. Scribe Valdez. Am I... interrupting? It's fine, Jess. How did the mission go? It went great, but... But what? 
it still kind of feels like I have training wheels on. (laughs) I know, but it's all part of the process. Look at it this way. I wasn't doing this kind of work until I was a few years into my career, so you're obviously doing something right. Did you find anything interesting? Yes! I can't wait to show you! We found a cache of tech that Knight Merriweather said he'd never seen before. Most of it's downstairs, but a few things stood out, and he wanted you to see them right away. I was wondering... Um... What is it? He wants to get everything in the system as soon as possible. Could we catalog the rest of it? Together? Oh, of course we can. In fact, I'd like that. It's been a long time since I had the opportunity to be a teacher, and I forgot how much I missed it. Besides, you're a great student. You're a great teacher. I've learned more in the past six months than I did in the 24 and a half years before that. Oh, Knight Merriweather is briefing Paladin Romani right now, but he wanted me to tell you that he'd like to discuss what we found with you when they're done. With me? Why? I'm not complaining or anything, but they usually just dump a pile of tech in my lab and leave it at that. Um, he didn't say. I was busy gathering up whatever looked interesting, but he must have found something else. I'm sorry. I should have been more curious about that side of things. I was just so interested in the tech. Don't apologize. It's all right. I'll talk to him later and we'll see what's going on. In the meantime, would you like to get started with that cataloging? Yes. This is so exciting. It is, isn't it? Scribe Valdez, may I have a word? Charles, I didn't expect you to come by today. Is everything all right? Yes, yes, everything's fine. I was in the neighborhood and wanted to discuss something with you. Oh, now where are my manners? Hello, I'm Charles Watkins, a friend of uh, Scribe Valdez. Don't sell yourself short, Charles. You're practically family. You flatter me. Scribe Jessica Navia. I joined the Brotherhood last year and started working under Scribe Valdez about six months ago. Oh, brilliant! She's wonderful, isn't she? She is. Don't tell her I said that, though. Can't have her getting a big head. (laughs) Jess, why don't you head downstairs and get started with the paperwork? I'll be down soon. Yes, ma'am. It was nice to meet you, Mr. Watkins. And you, Scribe Navia. You were in the neighborhood? Well... Yes, that is technically true, if only because I was specifically in the neighborhood to talk to you. What's going on? Is... No, no, Andrew is fine. In fact, he specifically requested that I ask you not to worry about him. That's not going to stop me. I know, and I suspect he does as well. In any case, I understand that the Brotherhood has been doing a bit of poking around in the mire. That's where Scribe Navia just came from. How did you... Wait. Never mind. Of course you knew. How could you not? How indeed. But at any rate, strange things are afoot in that area, and I wondered if we could go compare notes after you've been brought up to speed. Of course. Scribe Navia brought back some tech that she and I are going to analyze and catalog, and Knight Merriweather is going to brief me on what happened when he's done talking to Layla. You sound concerned. It's not normal procedure. 
I usually just read the official report after it's been filed, unless there's something urgent and I need to be included. It's not uncommon, but it's become less and less frequent as we build out our personnel. So if this is important enough to brief me on directly... Then it's something important indeed. At least, from the Brotherhood's perspective. Ugh, Beth's going to be home soon, and I was really looking forward to spending some quality time with her. Duty often calls at the most inopportune times. Andrew and Elise certainly attest to that. But let's not make any assumptions. This could well be the kind of thing that the Brotherhood can address without you. You've made great strides in the past year. We still have a lot of work to do, but it is satisfying to kind of stand back and see what we've built here. We've come a long way from just being three people who hoofed it out here from the other side of the country. You have indeed. I'm just glad this is the last mission Beth has to run for Modus in the Enclave. If I hadn't gotten myself captured, she never would have had to make that deal with the devil. That wasn't your fault, and I think you know that. Besides, she's seizing the opportunity and getting a great deal of intel not only on all the various areas that these missions have taken her, but also on the Enclave itself. The pit sounds fascinating. Terrifying, but fascinating. From what she's told me, well, I just hope I never meet a trog face to face. As do I. We have quite enough monsters to contend with here. Thank you. She'll be home soon. Not soon enough from your perspective, I'm sure, but soon. Scribe Valdez? Oh, hello, Mr. Watkins. And hello yourself, Knight Merriweather. I was just leaving. Odessa, lovely to see you as always. Please give my regards to Paladin Vromani. You should stop by her office and give her those regards yourself. She should be free since Knight Merriweather's finished briefing her. I think that's a brilliant idea, Odessa. I'll get just to that. We'll talk soon. We will. Please say hello to Elise for me. And tell Andrew I hope he's feeling better soon. Of course. Goodbye for now. Good morning, Odessa. Come in, please. Have a seat. Were you able to finish cataloging the items Nightmare Weather brought back? We were. I let Scribe Navia take the lead, mostly, and she did a great job. That's good to hear. Her assessments have been consistently strong. Not just from you, but from everyone she's worked with. She's enthusiastic, that's for sure. Isn't that a concern? No, no, it's nothing like that. It's just that she's at about an eight most of the time, and she'll need to modulate that to avoid burnout. It's interesting to see a new scribe with such a similar love for the work, yet such a dissimilar approach. Is that a concern? No. In fact, it's refreshing. And I'm glad you haven't stifled her exuberance. Scribe Takano let me be me. It took a while to figure out who me was, but she gave me the space to do that. I want to do the same for Jess. She has a lot of potential. I believe that different styles and different approaches can not only work, but that they're necessary for a team to operate at its best. Diversity is a core aspect of our strength. It was always a point of contention between me and Elder Maxon. Although, if I'm being honest, I wouldn't necessarily mind a team made up of nothing but Odessa Valdezes. 
<laughs> That's a terrifying idea. Well, if you happen to come across any cloning technology here in Appalachia, I trust that you'll alert me immediately. <laughs> yes, ma'am. How are Miss Kirby's adventures in the pit proceeding? Adventures is one word for it. I know she's more than capable of taking care of herself, but I worry. Especially considering how many people Valeria sent this time. Beth said even Modus sounded concerned for their safety when he was giving her the mission brief. As concerned as a possibly malevolent AI can be, that is. When will she be back? Soon, but she's still not sure exactly when. She peeled off to help someone named Danilo, but that mission is taking significantly longer than she anticipated. She's been gathering a lot of intel on the pit, though, so she feels it's worth it. Do you? I'm just glad she's going to be home for good soon. You may have the opportunity to work together on Brotherhood business again. Oh? What's going on? When Knight Merriweather briefed you about his mission yesterday, there were a few things that I asked him to hold off on because I wanted to discuss them with you myself. That sounds serious. It may be, but I'm reserving judgment until we know more. Miss Kirby is still officially a Brotherhood freelancer, and this is something we may need to bring her in on. We've heard rumblings about a new faction, if you can call them that. What do you mean? They seem to be less a faction than a secret society, I suppose. Knight Carlson's intelligence division received information surrounding something called the Order of the Emerald Pike. Seems potentially aggressive. It does. But their movements, at least what we've been able to track, have been anything but. We thought the same thing about the Morning Star. He didn't get aggressive until he felt the time was right. And by then it was too late. If he hadn't had a preoccupation with Miss Kirby, we might not have been able to stop him. Have you heard anything about how he's doing? He's been having a difficult time. Dr. Flagler and Dr. Troiani were able to roll back the changes the machine made, but he's still coming to terms with what he did. And trying to determine how much of that came from the machine and how much came from him. Yeah. Beth spent a lot of time with him, especially at the beginning. She believes in him. And that's good enough for me. Mr. Kirby sent him on a field mission a couple of weeks ago, low stakes, down to North Carolina. There were three vaults in the middle of the state, not far from three research universities that had strong vault tech ties. There was a lot of brain power there, and if any of it is still around, well, it could really help things here. And we could help them as well. Establishing those kinds of ties is the next logical step in building something that can last. I just hope it's in better shape than Pittsburgh. Things are bad there, I take it? Beth said she'd give me all the details when she got back, but yes. It was a major industrial center, so it was specifically targeted during the war. And on top of that devastation, there's significant factional fighting. Mutations? The ones you'd expect. Radroaches, rodents. But there's also something called a trog. Similar to a Wendigo, based on Beth's description, but bigger, stronger, tougher. We haven't encountered anything like that here. It could be a mutation specific to that environment. Or man-made, like super mutants or the scorched plague. Beth's contacts there indicated that it's not contagious, at least. Regardless, I'll ensure that all our teams are briefed, just in case any of them make their way here. Based on what Miss Kirby's told you, I hope they don't. But we can at least be prepared if they do. I don't like the Enclave sniffing around up there. They don't do anything without a reason. Modus knows something we don't, 
and I don't like it. Beth should be able to get some idea of what they're up to. They're familiar with her skill set, so they're going to be careful, but she's good at picking up on things people don't even know they're revealing. The Colonel is the most inscrutable one in that bunker, but she's not on this mission. That may be the opening Beth needs, but I just want her to come home safely. How are things between you? I'm asking that as your friend, not your commanding officer. Oh, I know, Layla. Things are going well. In fact, there's something I wanted to discuss with you. Beth and I have been talking about it, and I was going to wait until she got back, but since you asked... You want to move in with her? I, uh, yeah, yes. That's exactly what I was going to ask. How did you know? <laughs> Odessa, the only question I had was what took you so long. You practically live there anyway. But we do need to discuss something about this relationship and the implications inherent in it. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. I'm sure you're aware of the Brotherhood's official stance on non-reproductive relationships involving Brotherhood personnel. Elder Maxon has been clear that he feels it is the duty of everyone who is part of the Brotherhood to procreate if they're capable of doing so. Odessa, if we were still at Lost Hills, he would have nipped this relationship in the bud already. But- Layla! I can't believe you're saying this. Are you asking me to either leave Beth or leave the Brotherhood just because we can't have babies together? What's next? Are you going to pair me up with someone to breed with, like livestock? Let me finish. We are not still at Lost Hills. I disagreed with Elder Maxon's stance on this matter, strongly. And now that we're on our own, I want to be clear that love is not a matter of policy in the Appalachian Brotherhood. I'm sorry, Layla. I should have given you the benefit of the doubt. You've always been supportive of Beth and I being together. I guess I've always had this in the back of my mind, and I was hoping it just wouldn't come up. When it did, I assumed the worst. I understand. And if you want to move in with Beth, you have my blessing, as your friend. But as your commanding officer... Scribe Valdez, do you feel that the alternative living arrangements you've proposed will in any way interfere with the performance of your duties and responsibilities to the Brotherhood of Steel? No, ma'am. Your request is approved. We don't have any paperwork for this sort of thing, but I'll write a memo. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. You were magnificent, Elise, and I don't use that word lightly. It's been a while since I got to see you work up close. And let me tell you, you still got it. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. You had Paige eating out of the palm of your hand. Ah, well, don't tell Andrew, but I think he has a bit of a crush on me. <laughs> uh, I think you might be onto something. I guess Beth isn't the only member of the Kirby family who knows how to use her feminine wiles and negotiation. Who do you think she learned it from? This is nice. Yeah, it is. I miss spending time with you guys. We miss you too, dear. But we understand the demands of living in this environment. Especially for you. I do have a lot going on, but you two have always been there for me. You're the closest thing I have to parents. Most people don't get a second chance at that kind of thing. Hell, a lot of people don't get a first chance, especially out here. I guess... I guess what I wanted to say was thanks, you know? 
I feel like I haven't said it enough. Are you all right, my dear? <sighs> yeah, I guess I'm just getting used to having a different perspective on things. <laughs> One of the many dangers of getting older, sometimes you get wiser, too. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. You've grown so much in just the few years we've known you. Could you have imagined where you are now, then? I wouldn't even have put money on being above ground. You see? And now you are a successful businesswoman who commands respect from practically everyone in the region. Practically. There's no convincing super mutants, I've found. Or blood eagles. <laughs> True. And that's why I don't let either one of them in my bar. You have friends who love you. And you've even found someone special. That was kind of touch and go for a while, but... <sighs> Maybe I am growing up. Hey, it only took 32 years. Well, if you're willing to listen to a bit of perspective from someone 30 years your senior, it will likely remain an ongoing process. So noted. But if I start, like, wearing socks with sandals or something, please stop me. <laughs> I've successfully prevented Andrew from doing that kind of thing for decades now, so I should be able to do the same for you. I'll listen to every piece of advice and perspective you have if it means I look as good as you do 30 years from now. You flatter me. Andrew's a lucky man. That's all I'm saying. He is, but I'm lucky as well. I've been thinking a lot lately about all the things that had to happen just so for us to even meet in the first place, much less stay together for all these years. I'm glad it all did happen. Who knows where I'd be if it hadn't. Oh, I think you'd have managed beautifully. Maybe. But I wouldn't be the same Amanda I am now. And I kind of like this version of me. Cindy certainly seems to as well. Yeah. And don't tell anybody. But I might like her a little bit too. <laughs> I won't tell a soul. It's funny. Both you and Cindy and my daughter and Odessa remind me of Andrew and I in different ways. But the one constant across all these relationships is that there's nothing we wouldn't do for each other. Yeah, I ran away from Cindy. From everything last year, because I was so afraid of hurting her. But you came back. I did. I think I would have come back eventually, no matter what. But as soon as I heard that Beth got herself into trouble again, I figured I needed to bail her out. Again. <laughs> I know she's grateful for that. Odessa is, too. You three are as thick as thieves. They're so cute together that it makes my stomach turn sometimes. But it's worth it. Kinda wish Cindy could spend more time with us. Odessa is totally devoted to the Brotherhood, but she and Beth still manage to see each other constantly. Now, now, you know the two situations are very different. But that aspect of your relationship is one of the things that reminds me of Andrew's and mine in those early days. He was MI6, I was part of the German foreign ministry, and it was difficult. We loved each other profoundly, but it did put a strain on things. But we did not allow that strain to become a break or even a fracture. We do love each other, and we're doing our best. Don't lose sight of the first while you're doing the second and you'll be fine. A relationship like this takes work, but it mustn't feel like a chore. Did you hear that? I did. Someone's running this way. 
Go over by that tree until I can figure out what's going on. If anything happens, Atlas isn't far. Tell Odessa and she'll call up the cavalry. Help! Help! They're, they're right behind me! Whoa, whoa, calm down. Who's behind you? I, I don't know, but they're trying to kill me. I, I think they're raiders. If they're raiders, we've got nothing to worry about. Go hang out over there with my friend. Well, well, well. Amanda Otis herself. We heard you'd be coming this way. <laughs> and look who's with her. A Samaritan snare? Really? Ugh, so boring. Who trained you morons? And you only brought, what, five guys? Looks like that's four more than I'll need. I don't know why everybody says you're so tough. You don't look tough to me. You'd be surprised. You. That's your girlfriend's mom. Get a gun in her ribs to make sure Amanda here doesn't try anything silly. Like that? Jesus! You didn't even look! Didn't need to. If any blood got on my friend's clothes, you're gonna pay to have them replaced. I think there's some brain matter, too. Ooh, that's gonna be a big bill. Huh. I guess you're pretty tough after all. Yeah. Now how about you idiots run along before I decide it'd be more fun to kill you than to let you live to tell your friends not to fuck with me? <laughs> about that, I didn't bring five guys. Okay, a Samaritan snare with an ambush. Better, 30 to 1 feels a little more fair. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to take you and Frau Kirby with us back to our place. I'm sure her husband will be happy to pay us whatever we want to get her back. Oh, buddy. I get that you didn't believe my reputation was accurate, but trust me, his is. If anything, he's scarier than people give him credit for. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Drop that pistol. Ugh, fine. What was that? It wasn't me. I'm good, but I'm not can fire a gun that's on the ground five feet away from me kind of good. Amanda, over here, hurry. Good call. Regroup while they're confused. Granted, I'm confused too. Beth's in Pittsburgh, Odessa's at Atlas, Cindy's back at the bunker. Who the hell is helping us? And why? Responders? Only if they've started using snipers. That's never been their style. Shit! What the hell kind of weapon is that? And how many of them are there? God damn it, let's get out of here. She must have found out what we were up to and set up an ambush herself. God damn, she's good. And now we wait. Hopefully they didn't just want to scare those assholes off so they could have us to themselves. Try to remain positive. Yeah, you're right. Okay, somebody's coming. Holy shit. What is it? That is the most beautiful man I have ever seen in my entire life. God damn, if I were single, mm. Oh, my goodness. Hey, pal. Thanks for, uh, you know, all of that. Of course, ma'am. I'm just glad that we happened along when we did. Those raiders. Oh. What they lacked in competence, they made up for in numbers. 
Are you hurt? You look a bit flustered. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. Just hope I didn't scratch my pistol when I tossed it. There you go. Nothing a good cleaning won't take care of. Thanks. I'm Amanda, by the way. This is my friend Elise. It's nice to meet you both. Are you all right, Elise? I saw Amanda here take out the guy that had a gun on you. Nice shot, by the way. Thanks. I'm pretty handsy. Handy! I'm handy. Handy with my hands. Handy. Oh, God. <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, Elise, one of the people I'm with has a formula for an enzyme cleaner. I'll get that blood out. If you're interested. I am. Thank you. Uh, he's not with me right now, but I'm sure we can figure something out. Well, if you guys aren't busy, you know, being heroes and all tonight, you can stop by my bar. I'll buy a round or two. I think that sounds great. We're new in town and still kind of finding our way around. It's called the Spider's Web. If you have a map, I can put a marker down on it. I do. Uh, one sec. That's quite a map. Looks like the one's over at Fort Atlas. Nice and detailed. That'll make it easier to mark the spot. Thanks. We have a few things to take care of, like finding a place to stay while we're here. I can help you with that. At the very least, I can tell you who not to rent a room from. Hey, by the way, stranger, never caught your name. It's, uh, Eric. All right, Eric. We'll see you later. And again, thanks. Valdez, you wanted to see me? Yes, come in, Jess. Have a seat. What's up? Am I in trouble? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> no, Jess, you didn't do anything wrong. You've got a big couple of weeks coming up, and I want to make sure you feel ready. I do, ma'am. Well, as ready as I'll ever be. I know that being on your own can be daunting, but... It's kind of like what you said yesterday about the training wheels. Letting you and the rest of the junior scribes handle things for a couple of weeks is the next logical step. And you are ready for this. I wouldn't be comfortable stepping away if I didn't believe that. Thank you, scribe. And I'm not going far. Paladin Romani and Nightmare Weather know how to get in touch with me if something happens that requires my personal attention. But you're all familiar enough with both policy and procedure that you'll have no problem handling the day-to-day. You've trained us well. We'll do you proud. I know you will. You know, I had a great teacher. Scribe Haley Taikano. She meant a lot to me. And the best thing I can do to honor her is to try to be the same kind of person for you and the rest of the new scribes. Are you okay, Scribe Valdez? Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I've been inside my head a little more than usual lately. That's part of the reason I want to take some time off. To reset and recharge a little. I understand. That's also something I wanted to talk to you about. I was always going to be a member of the Brotherhood. My parents made sure of that. And growing up, whenever they weren't quite sure where I was, they'd always check with the scribes first. More often than not, that's where I was. I figured out pretty early on that was what I wanted to be. Fortunately, my parents encouraged me. 
I think they were just happy that I didn't really have much of a rebellious phase like some of my friends did. Don't get me wrong, I had my moments, but I was a good girl, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part? I did a few things they didn't necessarily approve of. I always kind of wanted to have a rebellious phase. I, I tried, but I always seemed to lurch back to the straight and narrow. I can believe that. <laughs> hey! It was a compliment. <laughs> I know, I'm just messing with you, but the good girl thing? I get it, but... But you're not sure what this has to do with anything. Yeah, I I'm, I'm sorry. Don't be. I'm getting to the important part, but I felt some background was necessary. Okay, I'm listening. I've always loved my job, but over time it became more than a job and not always in a healthy way. It was the lens, I guess, that every other part of my life got filtered through. There were times when I stopped feeling like a person, when I wasn't even sure who Odessa Valdez was anymore. It took coming here to jar me out of that, to give me some perspective for the first time in years. Wow, I am, um, I don't quite know what to say. I guess what I'm saying is that I see a lot of me in you, and I want to make sure that you don't fall into the same trap I did. It's easy to lose yourself in an environment like this, even if you haven't been part of the Brotherhood since you were a toddler. If that happens, even if you don't burn out, it can skew your worldview to the point that you can do more harm than good. That's the last thing I want. I joined the Brotherhood because it felt like that was where I'd have the best opportunity to make a difference. It is. Thanks to everything Paladin Romani has done over the past few years, we're in a stronger position to help the people of Appalachia than I ever thought we would be. You've played at least as big a role in that as she has. I'm not trying to diminish what she's done. She's been amazing. But you're the person people think of when they think of the Brotherhood. Stop. I'm just a scientist. And I'm holed up in my lab most of the time. <laughs> well, both of these things are true, apart from the just part. But you've made a stronger impression out there than anybody else. Well, Knight Shin also got some, uh, strong reactions before he left, too. But I'm talking about positive stuff. I never felt comfortable saying this out loud, but you're the reason I wanted to join. The reason I felt like doing something like this was possible. And a lot of people admire you. It's not just me. There are little girls out there right now fighting over which of them gets to be you when they play. Little girls who want to be scientists, whether it's with the Brotherhood or somewhere else. Because of you. No pressure. <laughs> no, none at all. But speaking of pressure... Uh-oh. I want you to supervise the other scribes while I'm gone. Kind of like a team captain. Really? Me? Uh, are you sure? I'm very sure, Jess. I've seen how the other junior scribes are around you. You've earned their respect. They'll listen to you. Thank you. I won't let you down. And I hope you enjoy your time off. You deserve it. I promise, Fort Atlas will still be standing when you get back. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll hold you to it. You're going to do great. Let's go tell the others. It's too bad that's not back yet. This is exactly the kind of night she's always loved. It's definitely her kind of crowd. Odessa's coming though, right? Yeah, she said she had a few things to button up at Atlas, but she was gonna change and head right over. I'm glad she's finally taken some time off. She deserves it. And well, she needs it. Check this guy out. Haven't seen him around before. That's the guy I was telling you about. That's the one that saved our bacon today. Boy, you weren't kidding. That is one very handsome man. Aw, oh, you're handsome, Bones. In your own way. <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> What's this deal, anyway? He's new in town. Ain't no way something like that flies under the radar around here. We didn't exactly have time for a long chat, but you can tell he's former military. Probably an officer, based on the way he carries himself. That armor is impressive. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Marine armor but no logos or insignia. So my guess is he's unaffiliated. Like Beth. Yeah, except he apparently roams the countryside looking for damsels in distress to swoop in and save. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine you as a damsel in distress. <laughs> Me either. Elise and I definitely had the in distress part covered. And with Beth out of town and Andrew under the weather, who knows how that whole thing would have played out. So what did you think? I don't know. He seems pretty genuine. He didn't feel off or anything. I did notice a little hesitation, though, when he told me his name. But maybe he's on the run. He wasn't acting like it, though. I mean, look at him. Schmoozing people? Such a charmer. Nobody reads people better than you, boss. So if your gut says he's okay, he's probably okay. Yeah, part of the reason I invited him over was to feel him out a little bit more. Not like that. Whatever you say, boss. Besides, Odessa probably won't mind a little eye candy to get her revved up for when Beth gets back. I think he spotted you. Look at that smile. Eric, over here! Did you have any trouble finding the place? No problem at all. I'm sorry that I'm flying solo tonight. My friends send their regrets. But I did get that enzyme cleaning formula for Elise. I was hoping she might join us. She would have loved to be here, but her husband isn't feeling well, so she's at home taking care of him. I'm sure she would have loved to see you, though. Well, next time I see her, I'll have to find out how well that solution worked. I don't think Dave ever tried it on... Brain. And I hope her husband feels better soon. It's nothing serious, is it? Nah, Andrew's the toughest guy I know. He'll be back kicking ass in no time. Come over and sit with me. My friend's on her way over, so there's no reason we can't pre-game a little until she gets here. That sounds good to me. Bones, set us up with some shots and bring them over to my table. You got it, boss. So, how long have you been in town? I just got here yesterday. Found a safe place outside Morgantown to set up camp. It's been a long trip. We were just glad to finally make it here. Oh, really? Where'd you guys come from? Most people here came from pretty close by. Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio... Uh, out west. Oh! Maybe you and my friend can compare notes. She's from out west, too. She is? Well, 
I can't wait to meet her then. Given that she's your friend, I bet she's a blast to be around. Flatterer. Guilty. <laughs> she's great, though. I think you'll like her. She's been really busy with work, but she's finally taken some time off. Turn herself away from that stuff can be tough. What does she do? She's a scientist. Oh, one of the guys I'm here with is a scientist, too. Now, I really wish they'd been able to come with me. I'm sure they'll have a chance to hook up at some point. <laughs> uh, I like people smarter than me around. Keeps me honest. I had a friend back home. Always kept me in check. Was never shy about calling me out on my bullshit. That sounds a lot like my friend. She does not suffer fools gladly. I'm just glad she's on my side. Here you go. Thanks, Bones. Eric, this is Bones. He's my right-hand man around here. Knows where all the bodies are buried. It's nice to meet you, Bones. This place is great. That's all on the boss here. I just kind of help out where I can. Including burying bodies. Good to know. If you guys need anything... Just let me know. So I have to ask. Your friend. Yes? Are you two... Together? Like a couple? No, no, we don't have that kind of relationship. Maybe in another life, but definitely not in this one. But if that's a roundabout way of asking if I'm single, the answer's still no. <laughs> it wasn't. But good to know anyway. I'm... I'm not looking for anything like that. Well, that's gonna disappoint a lot of people around here. <laughs> so what's the deal there? Got a special friend waiting for you back out west? Ah, uh, sorry. We don't have to talk about that if it's a uncomfortable subject. <sighs> well... I mean... It is an uncomfortable subject. But I don't mind talking about it. Kind of helps me process it. Did somebody break your heart? Does Bones need to get a special body-burying shovel ready? I... I wish. That would have been a lot easier. No, I broke someone else's heart and... I lost her. Maybe forever. Everything was perfect. Until it wasn't. We were going to get married, have kids... Be happy, you know, and, and then I screwed it up. What'd you do? Did you cheat on her? No, I'd never do something like that. Okay, okay, calm down. That's the most common male relationship ending fuck up, so it's kind of a logical conclusion to jump to. I guess you're right. But it wasn't that. It's just there were a lot of things, big things, happening all around us, all at once. Career stuff, family stuff, all of it coming to it at the same time. For both of us, I felt overwhelmed, and I reacted badly. I tried to bring everything back under control, but, but I did it in such a ham-fisted way that it ruined the one thing that should have been a constant. Her. Us. She was your North Star. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. Think you'll ever get her back? I don't know. I've held on to the hope that she'd find a way to forgive me ever since she left, but I, I don't know. You never stopped loving her. I get it. 
I had a relationship before this one. We loved each other, but it just wasn't tenable. And when it ended, it hurt. I, I didn't know I could hurt that much. Sounds familiar. Well, that's the one thing about Appalachia. It's a great place for second chances. You seem like a decent guy. I hope you get yours. <laughs> we better start drinking. I don't want us to be all mopey when my friend gets here. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Bones. Nice to see you. Perfect timing. Here she is. You're going to love her, I promise. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's a total babe, right? No, I... I'm not ready for this. Ready for what? Hey, kidding. we were about to get started without you. You got here just in time. Kitten, are you okay? Babe, sit down, have a drink. What's wrong? Did something happen at work? Is Beth okay? Talk to me. Odessa, what's gotten into you? Why'd you do that? This guy not only saved my ass today, but he also saved Beth's mom's. You bastard. How dare you? How dare you just show up here like this? Odessa, I need you to tell me what's going on right now. Did you tell her who you were? Who is he? This is Derek Hewitt. Whoa, 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 wait. The Derek? Yes, the Derek. The man I was going to marry. The man who broke my heart. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 1, Looking More Widely Around was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno. Starring Vitriol plays as Odessa Valdez and Lucy Middleton as Amanda Otis. Also starring Summer Rose as Jessica Navia, Addison Mosby as Derek Hewitt and Jay Chadwick as Charles Watkins. Featuring Pandora Beatrix as Paladin Layla Romani Kirsty Harrison as Elise Kirby, Eric B. Rowland as Bones, Rob Cunningham as Knight Robert Merriweather, Jace Gould as The Raider, and Wyatt West as The Settler. And I'm your narrator, Ashley Sackon. Please join us for our next episode, Season 2, Episode 2, The Kind of Peace We Wish to Make. How well do you know your video game lovers? Do you want to know more about your favorite relationship options? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the rest of the delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, a Mass Effect nerd and commander of the SS Innuendo, and on Two Girls One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada. The hopeless romantic cat lady, character design fangirl, and lifelong gamer. Come check out our podcast, Two Girls, One Ship, on all your favorite podcast places. And remember, beauty is in the eye of the controller. I'm Brad Williams, the creator of Once Upon a Wasteland. We'd like to thank you for joining us for the premiere episode of our second season. We hope that you'll continue to join us as we follow Beth and Odessa's journey toward Happily Ever After. 
For more information on our show, visit our website, onceuponawasteland.com, where you'll find show information, scripts for each episode, artwork, and more. You can also find us on Twitter at onceupon76pod. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review, and we hope you'll subscribe as well. And please, tell your friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us directly on Twitter or via email at info at onceuponawasteland.com. Thank you.